Hey guys, I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Chris Emke. And you're listening or watching the Diesel Performance Podcast. I'd say you don't want to watch this one. This one is pretty wild. We are in uh, Duramax Tuner or Nick Pregnant's uh, 1958 Chevy Apache slapped onto an 03 Duramax frame with a built LV7 motor, 100% injectors, 12 mil pump, and a Spell 67 G2. That, that sounds good. Spell 67 G2. Yeah. That, that sounds good more than one. <laughs> uh, this is the newest turbo from Duramax Tuner that's actually just got released this week. We did a sneak peek podcast for you guys uh, two weeks ago now, Chris, uh, where we actually had Nick on the show. We talked a lot about the turbo and the turbo development. Now he's given us the keys to the test truck and told us to go do something stupid. He's so. a little apprehensive driving it, though. I just want to throw that out there. Which is funny, because Nick has let me drive all sorts of crazy shit literally since my first day that I was hired here. I know, but you could probably take all those vehicles up and add them up, and it probably doesn't equal the time and money he has in just the love he has for it, I think, is the big one there, too, where, like, I've driven a lot of expensive vehicles, but, like, yeah, the passion he has for this one is kind of stupid, which is funny because it is also literally our test truck. Like, it's this is what of, takes the beast. It's a labor of love in more than one way. Like, he had this idea in mind to build and craft and craft this beautiful work of art to just go, yeah, it's going to be a resource as a test truck. Like, what? <laughs> the amount of turbos that have been on this truck in the last three or four years is absolutely mind-blowing. Even just even just the R&D for the 67 G2, I think they had, I don't know the number of revisions, but I know Seven or eight. the guys in the shop literally had this thing on and off the dyno and the hood up every day for two weeks. It was crazy. I would literally walk through the dyno bay, the truck would be on the dyno, and not even 20 minutes later, it's that kind of rapid in the turbo. Like, <laughs> I couldn't even unstrap the truck that fast. Like, they have it down to a science. That's what it came down to, though, right? Is they wanted to develop a turbo that made the peak number that was crucial. They needed a turbo that was going to be reliable. That was crucial. But also, most importantly, they had to have something that was going to drive every day. And what you're seeing right now is exactly that. Let's talk about what what were the elements that needed to be met. Okay? Yeah. So when we came out, you know, years ago with the Stell 64, it was a drop-in 600 horse turbo, which was right in line with some of the other competitors. But we felt that we had something that was going to retain better lifestyle spool up, uh, support the 600 horse airflow wise, um, and, you know, manage EGTs while towing. You know, that those are like the big characteristics that we're having. Now, when you talk about a bigger turbocharger, and you talk about getting down with it, when you, talk about, when you talk about getting into a bigger turbocharger, you lose those characteristics. You lose the quick spool up. You lose the ability to manage EGTs or you sacrifice the peak number. So, for years, Nick was like, 750, 800 horse, it's gotta be 100% drop-in, it's gotta spool up quick, it's gotta be able to manage EGTs, like you have to have the ability to tow if you wanted to. Right. And just be that, that whole package, that all-in-one ready to go. And I mean, it, it's something, really, guys used to call in anything over 600, 650, we would just tell the turbos all day. Because the compound did it. It had that low and high throttle response. you're talking $4,000, depending on what accessories you went with. Plus 26 hours of install. And least, you know, for someone that's done it before. Right, you know, right. God forbid, like, when we do them at the shop, we take the engines out of the truck to do the install, and then put the motor with the twin kit back into the, into the cab, or into the engine yeah. bay. So, oh yeah, this is... Oh, you're this, good. Is a, this is a steep one. I know oh, this is your neck of the woods. I can just feel your butt puckering. Right I did. There. I did. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. Um, but no, so 
you know, what we what Nick has been able to, to, to mastermind here is an 800 horsepower, stock appearing, 100% drop in. I, I I would say that this turbo spools very, very nice. Okay? Yeah, you, you know, it's funny you say that, Chris, because I just jumped in the driver's seat here. Uh, this is my first time behind the wheel with this turbo on And then you guys wonder why I'm scared. And, uh, here. That's just immediate, that's just touching the throttle. You see the whole truck just being off. I've been in stock turbo truck at my school. I don't, you know, I mean, don't stack like that. There's a lot here, though. It's a proper... Proper pairing of components. Right. Tuning, trans tuning, injector profile, CP3 profile, turbocharger, converter in the trans, it's everything is all. Yeah, and you do it, you gotta dial in, especially a truck like this, which I think we can talk about this truck for a little bit since it is pretty unique. Um, I gave you guys a quick rundown of kind of the general build, the bullet points on the build here earlier, but it, it is phenomenal every detail that's been paid attention to for this thing. The dash cluster, although it's updated and digital, it looks like it appears factory. It's not something that's stuffed in here. All the little knobs down here still work in the center or, or still have some sort of functionality. Even the DSP switch, it looks like it's factory. The DSP, it, it does. literally does. It looks like it came with it. Uh, the brights, the, the switch for the brights, still on the floor. I don't know if you knew that's what that, that's what that right. button was. I mean, this truck has AC and heat. AC and heat. Working does. AC and heat. Yes. 800 horse, 1958, AC and heat. There is not one other fucking 58 that's even on the street that has AC. Yeah. I can't see that. Yeah, well, we interviewed Jeremy Schultz, and I mean, he has a beautiful truck, yeah. a wonderful 58 Apache. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he had kind of a similar idea. I'm going to build something, and it'll just be a toy. Yeah. Um, I know his isn't quite at that 800 horsepower mark like this one, uh, and probably also has not been dirt dragged like oh. this truck. But uh, we'll give you a quick launch here. Uh, she likes it, definitely. You definitely have a lot of hop in this. I think this seat's a lot of fun because it, it has this much bounce. If you're watching on the video, which is like eight inches of travel. You probably picked the worst road to do this on too. Yeah. Like this is a terrible road. As choppy and bumpy as it could be. I'd like to also point out is like this truck is literally a tin can from the roof to the floorboard <laughs> to the firewall. This truck is very loud inside. Like me and Paul are yelling to make sure that the quality of the audio is there so you guys can even remotely make out what we're saying. Yeah, just get the volume. The quality's probably gonna be shit. So sorry guys if yeah. we are screaming in your ears today. Uh, it is just to be over the noise of this, which we talked I mean, about this in the Scottsdale. Yeah, we're at 1500 yeah. RPM, you know? This is, the Scottsdale was bad. Yeah. This is worse. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, we should touch on the conversion aspect, you know? Guys do these conversions. Conversions are awesome. I've seen a ton of them. I love them. I used to always want one. But you learn about the characteristics, some of the shortcomings with the conversions of the sound deadening, the, the the throttle pedal and how that's modified to fit in here and operate the way we needed it to operate. The two and a half foot wide steering wheel, sorry to reach over, but there are a lot of things here that in 1958 made a lot of sense. Now in 2018, it's like, what were they thinking? Yeah. What were they thinking? This is not safe. Well, like, even just like the windshield. I mean, the windshield yeah. actually wraps around yeah. to the passenger side yeah. of the truck. Like, it's a full-on, I think we call it a fishbowl, yeah, right? Is, I'm in a fishbowl right now. <laughs> I am in a fishbowl. Um, I'm, like, I'm like the goldfish that's not going to make it until tomorrow as long as you're driving. <laughs> but, uh, whatever. 
come on, it's not that bad. How scary could it be? Oh, uh, I don't trust you at all. <laughs> There's very few people I'll trust driving and anything that's higher horsepower, and I'm sorry you're not one of them. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of get that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, the thing with this truck is like, although it is 800 horsepower, one, you probably wouldn't guess that if you saw it sitting in a parking lot. Although it looks beautiful with this uh, graphite gray metallic yeah, color. The paint match inside and outside. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Get it. That turbocharger. No, like, just anyone that's ever driven anything naturally aspirated and drives anything with a turbo, everyone's like, I love turbos. I love the sound. <laughs> you go into an LV Central stock turbo, but then you go to something like this, just that sound alone, you're going to want to buy it. It is. It's ear piercing. It is. It's ear piercing. And there's this screech from the turbo of just power, and you can feel it. So, like, as you're hearing it, you're feeling this truck just push your oh, yeah. fucking back into that seat. Like, you know it's coming, man. Like, you know it's about to get swirly. As the guys at the shop said, it goes full send. It goes full send. <laughs> like, you pedal the truck, you got into the throttle. Uh, Exergy, 
our number one supplier and trusted resource for all high pressure common rail components. So all of our injectors that are in this truck and all the other trucks we drive and do, everything we sell to customers, everything we do with injectors or CP3s, that's Exergy. Uh, all of the WC fab fits, traction bars, piping kits, intakes, uh, air intake bundle packages, anything to do with that, powder coating, anything in that world, that's all WC fab. Jason Worley does a great job. Uh, him and the guys are absolutely top notch in the industry with fabrication and powder coating. And then of course, uh, I do want to give a shout out, Duramax Tuner. Thank you for letting us drive the truck. And, and of course, Calibrated Power Solutions, the home of Duramax Tuner, uh, for sponsoring the podcast. We will be out at UCC. I think this truck might be there with us. I'm pretty sure the Apache Max will be at UCC. That's coming up, of course, uh, May 4th, 5th, and 6th in Brownsburg, Indiana. And then Chris and I, I don't think we're going to get the Apache for Diesel Power Challenge. We are going to end up making it out to Colorado. Uh, we will be attending Diesel Power Challenge. That's June 3rd through the 7th. Looking forward to that. Yes. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to the, the May and June. It's going to be a ton of fun. It is, yeah. A lot of big events. This is the peak of diesel season. This is when it kicks off. And then, of course, we'll have sled pulling and NHRDA drag racing all year long. One thing I wanted to touch on, you know, you, you made a special thing to our sponsors, right? They're not just our sponsors to be our sponsors. We've been doing business with these guys for years. These whirly spam parts in our in, in this truck. Right. Like, these components in this truck. You know? Yeah. We don't we're, we're not a we're not a big production here. We don't go out and just shop or cold call guys for sponsorships. Uh, we like to work with the guys that, that we work with. You, you know, that we already have that trust and we already believe in those products and those brands and, and honestly without the podcast we still recommend those guys and stuff every single day absolutely you know i think one of the things you know i get we you as well we get these calls guys you know you call and you call into a lot of different shops and you get all these different recommendations and i'm not knocking that i used to do the same thing but we deal with a small circle because if you're gonna request or build something you want it right the first time this stuff's expensive so Working with people that you can trust, working with people that have data to back up what they are going to offer you makes a ton of sense. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's the ones that really add up to the bigger picture. Oh, for sure. That's terrible, man. man. I just, honestly, you'll hear moments of silence throughout today's yeah. episode. And that's Chris and I just both grinning yeah. as we're listening to the scream of this turbo. You guys, I don't smile that much, nor do I laugh that much. I'm like, just driving it, like the truck is cool, but the turbocharger will put a smile on anyone's face. You just, it makes you feel like that 12-year-old kid at Christmas. Oh, seriously. Yeah. We're right. like, oh, yeah, 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 do it, do it. Hit yeah. the throttle, hit the throttle. Roll into it now. Woo-hoo! All right, 100 mile an hour, big deal. Yeah, we're approaching town at a legal and reasonable speed dog. We're literally pulling well, up to the police station. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rebel. Yeah, we're good at this, trust me. Um, yeah, it, it is wild. We've been out on the backcountry roads here getting after the truck. Uh, we're gonna do a little bit of in-town driving here for the end of the episode. Just kind of trying to give you guys a little bit better idea. This is, being a conversion, we do have little things like the travel on the pedal uh, is yeah, probably a a half the distance of what yours is in your LB7. So like, I don't know if it's sen sensitive or it's just a kind of an odd map for it, but uh, it's definitely well, different. Most throttles, they push in like this. Yeah. This pedal pushes like this. So it, it definitely has a different feel from what you're used to. 
Yeah, the pivot's at the bottom of the pedal, not in the middle of the pedal, for those of you listening. Um, yeah, I know, I was doing the hand gestures. Right, and I just thought, yeah, you were like... If you're listening to this, stop, watch the video. Watch That's the it. video. The yeah. video's good. The video's worth it. Um, you get to see our ugly faces, but that's cool. <laughs> no, this has been uh, one of those chargers like we talked about that we've kind of been waiting for for a long time. We've been bugging them for the R&D department for a long time to see how it goes. Um, now that it's here, it, it's... We hope that it lives up to your height. I know it certainly has lived up to my expectations. Um, and yeah, and that's that's really where I thought like stock light spool up and stock spool up are two different things, yeah. right? Uh, I would say this is as close to stock spool up as we're ever gonna find. I would I'm a say big turbocharger, yeah. absolutely. And I think anytime you go, I mean, we said this four years ago, but if you go any bigger, <laughs> you know, you're gonna follow, follow into a different scenario. But who knows? But that's the way our industry is. Right, it's, it's, it's always pushing. That's, that's a part of what the UCC and the diesel power challenge are really all about. I mean, 10 years ago in a 14 year old uh, competition like diesel power challenge, there was nobody running triple turbo setups, right? Like now, if you want to be competitive at diesel you power challenge, you really do. I mean, you're just, you're not doing it with anything less. So it, it's, uh, it is, it's cutting edge, right? It's always, always developing new products and pushing those boundaries knowing what customers want. I love going on Facebook, you know, because everyone posts everything about what they're doing. And you see all these crazy builds months out leading into these events. And it's just like, how, how did you even think of something like that? Like, Derek Rose with the, the, the Conrail toll bell. You know, yeah. it's just like crazy stuff. Sean Baca, there's things going on over at Industrial. They're running twin compound parallels. Yes! You know, it's just like, I don't know, it's just crazy. You see these little, you know, sneak previews and stuff, and it's just like, you just want that day to come out. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, it, it's definitely a great time in this industry, I think, uh, to, to keep an eye out for new products. Yeah. There's stuff being released all over the board from bigger fuel injectors every year. Every year. We're going up to 500% now. You and, know, five years ago, if you had 100%, so you had a big swinging dick. Oh, like, yeah. I used, now, I used to get on the phone and tell guys 100% are not streetable. Now, 100 over, it's like, you just have 100. Like, so you got nothing. started. Yeah, right. You just got this started. This is your first injector <laughs> Yeah, uh, it is. And, and we're, we're seeing it in other areas of, of the industry, too. Lights yeah. are a really big deal right now, which I think is cool. Uh, brakes, I'm starting to hear more and more about brakes. Yeah. Guys wanting better brake systems, better braking solutions. Well, now you're starting to see all the shortcomings of all the other areas. And guys don't think about that. Oh, what kind of power do you want to make? Oh, a thousand horse. Guys, you throw around a thousand horsepower like it's nothing. And so you actually have a thousand horsepower, it is a lot to handle. And then stop. 2,500 brakes or 3,500 brakes, like... Well, making a 1,000 horse, harnessing a 1,000 horse, and driving a 1,000 horse are three different things, things yeah. right? Like, you can harness a 1,000 horsepower at the track, who really gives a shit about stopping? It's not that big of a deal. I, yeah, it is at the end of the 13th no, it's a big deal. On. You got plenty of runway yeah. to fucking stop. 7,000 pound truck, stop brakes, 1,000 horse, you just ran 10s. Yeah. Yeah, good luck We stop. did that. We, what are you talking about? We've done that in all of our trucks that ran 10s. The brakes... <laughs> We went through brakes. Yeah, we did. And that's the reality though. It's also like, that's at the track. And that's where I say like, harnessing it at the track, you can do it, right? But like daily driving it, it's just, it's a different beast. It takes a lot more cooling capacity and things like that. Yeah. You have to go back and look at all of these different aspects and re-engineer the truck to fit that new horsepower. You have to literally take what the factory made and created 
and say, where's the shortcoming to make four times the power on a truck that we a truck that was never anticipated to do that? Absolutely. And then you guys want to tell them too, man. <laughs> no, but really, it's possible. Please. No, I mean, I mean, it is. That's that's one of our favorites. <laughs> I actually posted a picture of the Scottsdale towing this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I think I just put the post like, would you tow with your dream diesel bill? Every single response was yes. Yeah. Almost offended. Like you can almost read a tone of. You dumbass, how dare you ask me something like, so that's stupid. That's a goal and a bill. Like, that's, that's a why did you get into diesels? You know, for me, I couldn't have the high-performance car and a truck. Right. So I could get a truck, that could be my high-performance vehicle on the weekend, still get good fuel economy and still do my workload during the week. It was a win-win-win situation. Win-win-win. That's why I think a lot of guys are so appealed, you know, and they're so enticed to the, the diesel occupation of the truck. Yeah, absolutely. Sense. Well, guys, uh, we're rolling back into the shop here. Again, big shout out to all of our sponsors, uh, Ultimate Call-Out Challenge, Diesel Power Challenge, WC Fab, Exergy, Duramax Tuner, Calibrated Power, and of course, really most importantly, guys, all of our listeners, uh, you're the ones who make this show possible. We really deeply and truly appreciate your participation. Please keep sending us in those Facebook messages. Give us a call at work. Uh, although I am in the marketing department, I'm always happy to talk to listeners. My extension is 2122. Mine's 2121, guys. So if you need uh, questions on parts, pricing, anything for your truck or your build, Chris would be happy to help. If you just want to shoot the shit or you just have a general question, you're never wasting my time. I'm always uh, I'm really grateful to hear from you. For today, this has been Paul Wilson. Chris Hefty. Thanks, guys. Thanks. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTuner.com. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including Duramax, Cummins, PowerStroke, John Deere, Case, New Holland, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. If you'd like to contact the podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email Paul at DuramaxTuner.com or Chris at C-E-H-M-K at DuramaxTuner.com. Both Paul and Chris may be contacted by phone. Paul's extension is 2121. Chris is 2122. Hey, thanks for listening. Your feedback is appreciated. Please rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and by all means, let us know if you have any ideas for a podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Take care. Take care.